This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. election interviews on Free FM 89.0. I'm your host Gary Farrow. Hamilton City Council is holding a by-election in Hamilton East following the death of Councillor Margaret Forsyth. The aim of this program, taking pl- place each Wednesday between now and the 11th of August, is to allow by-election candidates to inform you, the voter, about who they are and what they stand for. The key ground rule is the candidates are allowed a maximum of 15 minutes to answer my questions. Welcome to the 2021 by-election interviews, Pat Cow. Kia ora, kia ora Gary. Tell us about your background. All right, my background. I um, So I'm standing for council because I did stand once before a number of years ago and got on council, Hamilton City Council, and served for nine years. So that was uh, a learning ground for me. Prior to that, I was working for Telecom and I was a post office union representative. I really became interested in politics through the work that I was doing as a trade unionist uh, in the 1980s when Labour Party was restructuring public service and the effect it had, it impacted on so many people. And one of the saddest moments for me was hearing young children who were going to primary school and they used the word redundancy because redundancy was happening everywhere and the kids were saying we're leaving, we have to leave because daddy hasn't got a job, daddy's been made redundant so for me that's one of the saddest moments at that time to hear children talking about redundancy and the impact that government's changes had happened so with that reform and that restructuring of the public service, there were many um, people who who it impacted on in a negative way. And as the trade unions, we were going around, you know, trying to help our people in the post office throughout the um, region, helping them to come to terms with what was intended by government, uh, and of course trying to fight against possible impacts on people. So from being a city councillor, then I would, at the same time I was working for Environment Waikato as their liaison person, forging relationships for the council with iwi throughout the region. So we have major tribal groups in the Waikato throughout the region. That's um, Tainui, of course, who um, who have now finally come through to be a successful um, corporation, if, for want of a better word. Um, I'm not too easy with that word. But at last, uh, I am Tainui, as well as other iwi, Ngāpuhi and um, Hauraki. Uh, and I do feel a sense of pride of what has happened in the city, seeing the developments that are happening and the relationships that um, Tainui has with the City Council, which is absolutely crucial for development within the city. And um, so it's with a sense of pride that I um, identify my tribal links to Tainui. 
Uh, and with it comes a sadness remembering my parents and probably their parents before them, all talking about the effect of colonisation, not using the word colonisation, of course. But um, so all those, the long journey that they took and the grief and the sadness for Māori throughout. Um, for us in Tainui, at last we can walk around and lift our heads up and think that if only our tūpuna, our, our people, could see where we are today, um, I'm sure that they would be raising a glass of water, a glass of wine or a glass of beer and saying, well done people, well done. So <coughs> local government has had um, a great impact with um, Tainui. When I was on council, through the uh, mayor, then mayor, Margaret Evans, um, they, d- they assisted Tainui in developing their um, uh, land-owning uh, portfolio, Tainui portfolio and all the lands throughout the uh, Hamilton city. So um, Tainui never really had that um, portfolio and so it was through the, through the goodwill of um, Margaret Evans and the council at that time uh, and uh, Derek Burns, who was the consultant who worked with the tribe and with city council, Tainui were able to um, understand all the land holdings that they actually did have. So that relationship has been very tremendous. So I think relationship rather than partnership to me is um, a lot a lot better to be talking about what does partnership mean, you know, in local government, central government, they've tried to define what partnership means. Um, and even today they kind of swim between the two, relationship or partnership. Well, my personal preference is that it's relationship and they do refer to us as a tiny Tainui beneficiaries. We're not beneficiaries, we're actually shareholders. That's that's how I see our our position with all that's happened. So it's more than Tainui, it's more than tribal things. I'm represent if I get on council I'll be representing very strongly Hamilton East but also the West and we have a natural boundary between us which is a beautiful boundary which is the Waikato River, uh, our beautiful river which over the decades has been uh, cleaned up a bit, a lot more than in the last uh, 50 years maybe or prior to that when we had a lot of pollution going into the rivers Um, and a lot of it was contributed to the farmers but it's not only the farmers who um, contributed all the um, environmental degradation but um, and we've seen an increase in um, farmers, you know, trying to clean up their act as well. So I want to acknowledge that. So um, <coughs> we have that jewel called the Waikato River. And for me, it's like spiritual, not only spiritual, but it's also a place where I swam in the river. I would look up through the water and see the sun gleaming down onto the sand where we were walking in the middle of the river. Things have changed, you know, um, but kids are still swimming in the river and I think that's something that council could be looking at is working on the along the river and um, improving and making river sites safe for swimming in 
We don't want anyone drowning in our river. So if council could uh, maybe beautify the river sites and look to how they can enhance and make the rivers safe for for our kids. I go in the river in the summer when it's really, really hot. I go and sit down below their gardens there with the dogs, people taking their dogs for walks. I'll go out there and I'll sit there. It's just beautiful. And I don't think we utilise our river as much as we could be doing. There's a vision that perhaps we could have small walkers going back and forth across the river, taking people back and forth across the river, north and south, up the river. Why not? It'd be, it'll be amazing, you know, um, if we could... That's kind of a vision, and it would be fantastic if something like that occurred. So um, the river is a precious element, and uh, of course central government is talking about three waters, so we need to be concerned about the changes that are coming about. We need to be concerned that the reform of local government and three waters is absolutely important for us to understand. And if you have concerns, then submit on, on when government calls for submissions from the public. As long as they're doing the right thing for us and if they're listening to the people and we can see that they have been listening to us, whatever changes come about, and um, then we uh, can be maybe satisfied that our input was worthwhile giving. What do you think the current Hamilton City Council, elected in 2019, has been doing well? Um, oh, thank you. I, at this stage, I should have said it right at the beginning. I want to acknowledge passing on of Margaret. Um, she was a, she's been an absolute marvellous person who um, was recognised for her contribution to sports uh, and it was sad when we heard, when I heard that she had passed away. That's a sadness. But she contributed to city business. So um, the good things about council, um, the good things, the best thing, I think, personally, I go to bed at night, I close my no eyes, knowing that our city is safe. It's safe. Uh, when you ask me what good things council does, I think it's the ongoing running of council. Um, our city is beautiful. We're now one of two beautiful cities in Aotearoa. Uh, and our staff, I want to make a tribute to the staff who do the wonderful job of maintaining our city. Yes, we criticise city council for decisions they make. Uh, and the ones that are really, you know, everybody's talking, not everybody, but a lot of people are talking about the cycleways. Um, in my view, the um, Ward Street and Ross Trevor, it was mishandled in that they didn't con consult with the public and take the public along with them in terms of what they were doing. So, of course, they got, they came up against uh, a lot of negativity, a lot in the media. It was through the media that most of us learned about Ward Street and Ross Trevor Street. Now, who's running the country? Who's running the city? Is it the council? From my point of view, the council is running the city. They are the city fathers and mothers, leaders, and they should be leading. And then is it, or is it the chief executive officer? Or is it staff? People ask things like that. 
Well, my answer is the city council, led by the mayor, are the ones who decide what happens in the city, and that staff just have to produce what councillors have said, decided on. So all this flip-flopping about councils doing at the moment on things like the cycleways, um, like Maori um, representation, which I, by the way, I support, um, you know, they flip-flop. They're flip-flopping on decisions they're making. But apart from that, we do have a beautiful city. The only thing I ask is, are our workers in city council, are they all earning a, a equitable or a good living wage, or are they struggling? Um, and I know one thing I want to say is, when I was on council before, they'd always be reminded, keep out of the kitchen. Don't go into, you cannot talk to staff about things. They are not allowed to talk to you unless they get permission from their bosses. Well, this time around, one day I was cooking, a, not so long ago, I was cooking a hangi luncheon in my kitchen oven um, for my friends, girlfriends, and um, we were going to have a masariki lunch. So I cooked that, and it was as I was preparing that hangi, I thought, don't go in the kitchen. Pity, remember that, what you see, heard, don't go in the kitchen? Well, do you think I'm going to listen? I'm going in the t kitchen. If people bring issues for me to consider on their behalf, speak on their behalf, and if I have to, I'm going into the kitchen to dig deep because there are elements in those in reports that we need to know about and if people are bringing concerns that I'm going to dig, dig deep. So um, that's council. Do well, they do any good? I'm sure they do. But, hmm. <laughs> you know, all I can think about is the beautiful, beautiful city that we have. Just quickly, what are your priorities if you were to get a seat on council and why should residents of Hamilton vote for you? Um, I think I am absolutely committed to local government. I have, can you believe it, um, I have a group of friends. We constantly talk about um, things that council do. So one of the things that we've, um, and the group I work with is TOTI, T-O-T-I, or TOTI, however people want to say it. And it's the theatre of the impossible. And what we do, we are basically um, watching what council does. That's one of our things that we do. We watch and we hear what council is doing. One of the projects that we have um, done is trying to save the Founders Theatre. So there are people who don't want to save the Founders Theatre. Well, we want to save the Founders Theatre. And so... I'll get a pun in on this one. We, we're having a um, weekend, Labour weekend, and we hope to have um, a concerts running and films up on the wall outside. We can't go inside the theatre, but and we want to try and raise more awareness of saving the Founders Theatre. We've got a gathering of people, experts who are architects, builders, uh, engineers, and people like myself, ordinary people. Uh, and we've come together at different times talking about the founders and so that's one project that um, we are absolutely 
committed to. The other one has been the, um, so Dame Hilda Ross, I was, I'm part of that um, result of having Dame Hilda Ross, who is a symbol of... Sorry, Pat, we're out of time. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for coming on the 2021 (laughs) by-election interviews on Free FM 89.0, Pat Kayo. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.